So, this is awkward. During the episode you're about to listen to, I forgot to attribute the creators of the issues we cover. I'm sorry, this is my first podcast and we're still working out the kinks. Those creators are Jerry Duggan Writing, Aaron Kaiser Artist, and Ive Scorsina on Colors. I'm sorry for butchering those names, which I most likely did, and thank you for listening. Welcome to Waiting for the Trade, where we cover er, creators' runs on comics issue by issue and arc by arc. I'm Carter. I'm Sam. And today we're covering all new Guardians of the Galaxy 1 through 5. Wonderful. Yep, and now we're going, now I'm going to read the summary. Um, The all new Guardians of the Galaxy, who happen to consist entirely of their movie counterparts, begin the series by breaking into a bank on a planet. They do so by using a large mechanized fake Galactus on a, as a Trojan horse, then shenanigans ensue. They escape and head to the rendezvous point where they, they should be meeting their mysterious employer. The employer has them get eaten by a giant space fish. The space fish happens to be the employer's home and ship. The employer is actually the Grand Master. The Grand Master says they're Last heist was just a test, and they have to steal a large egg from the Grandmaster's brother, the Collector. While this was happening, Gamora has been keeping secrets from the group who really wants the Soul Stone. She wants the Soul Stone because a part of her soul is still there from when she died. So, as they're escaping from the Collector, they strike a deal for the Soul Stone. During their entire heist, Groot has been able to grow. That is because a secret cloak... Dude is building an army of, out of parts of Group's corpse. You see, Group blew up and then came back as Baby Group, kind of like in the movie. And then there's issue five, which is largely a filler issue where um, uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, gets in his ship and well, his one of his favorite cassette tapes has broken, and he needs to uh, and. So he can get that song back, he goes to a place where the radio waves from Earth are at that certain decade, because it takes a certain long time to get there. So he's recording stuff from, uh, like, 19... The, the 80s. I don't remember which song it was. And... Yeah, that was my favorite issue of the whole thing, and it was. I can walk five hundred miles, or whatever. No, that was that was a different one. Uh, Okay then. Yeah. So, what did you think of the series, which you haven't read issue five yet because of load times? See load time conversations. Yeah. I would say it's uh, very interesting. I being a person that doesn't read comics that often, instantly just jumping in and reading a set of comics is a different experience, but. I mean, the shenanigans that can easily happen in the comic compared to what you could find in the movies is much more incredible and funnier to read. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have a giant Galactus that we're using to... That his face opens up and we can hop right out of him. Yeah. Yeah, and... But here's uh, a question. Do you remember what they were stealing from... Um, they were stealing a 
little orb that contains a new universe that if it would explode, then our universe would explode and then that universe would rapidly expand, replacing it. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, do we know who they were stealing it from? They were. St- there was a large planet that is almost entirely a bank, and it's supposed to be impenetrable. That's why they used the giant Galactus Trojan horse, because everyone's afraid of Galactus, because that means your planet's going to get eaten. Yep. <coughs> and one thing I noticed about this book, which you probably didn't, because this is your first time coming in contact with comic book Guardians, is... This book was basically Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy, now in comic form, because it is very much the shift to the personalities that the characters have in their film, not exactly the comic, which I think is fine. It helps new readers and saves our sadly small industry. (laughs) And also, I remember in, I think it was issue four... Um, there was a distress signal heard. This person went to said distress signal, went on the planet, found a horde of growing trees that all ended up being savage Groot things. Yeah. And the man in the cloak was just in the background going, yes, my children grow. That had been hinted at throughout the entire series and... I then, bet it's going to ca- come back in the final oh, issue. Oh, yeah. It's going to come back in the uh, second half of the series, which we will be doing in our second episode whenever that comes out. Yeah, whenever we get to it. Yeah. Um, but the... Uh, <coughs> yeah. What was it? Yeah, I did enjoy this series. It wasn't the greatest I've ever read. It was kind of a bit of popcorn fun it wasn't the deepest i liked the art mostly i loved it in the fifth issue which you still haven't read because it has kind of a pulpy style which kind of goes back to the origins of uh star lord as kind of a uh pulp sci-fi hero who like basically flash gordon-esque and he's going on just a wacky adventure and then but the one issue I didn't really like the art in just because it was kind of hard to tell what was happening was issue three oh, the Gamora is the, issue yeah the reveal of Gamora is all thing yeah. about which you had no idea what that was about because that's uh, that, that's an the, entirely different comic series yeah that's it? back in the I'm gonna say the 80s Gamora was um, like it was whenever Infinity Gauntlet came out, which is actually like early 90s. I, th- I don't remember. But, whenever? Um, whenever. Days of yore. Um, yeah, she was put into the Soul Stone when she was kind of killed because she tried to kill Thanos. Yeah, that's and, right. I was revealed in that issue as well. Yeah, and... That makes uh, sense. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot from that storyline honestly it's like uh yeah but it kind of basically inspired the soul stone scene in infinity war where it's i'm sorry little one drops her but 
Yeah, the gist of it is a part of her is left in the soul stone. Okay, that makes sense. Because she died, and then Adam Warlock shoved her in there. Um, I thought the um, Drax being a pacifist thing was interesting, but not fully used to its full potential. I thought it was it created some good gags sometimes, but I think it. I'm looking forward to see if they do anything more with it later. Um, I honestly did not 100% get that whole pacifist thing. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from because I hadn't read what came before this. Um, I, it's, w- did you notice that they had Dementors in issue two? They, they pretty much had Dementors. The, um, oh, yeah, the in the collectors. <laughs> they, that was very hilarious in the tracks, just like. You don't want to see what I got. Yeah. The Dementors were... I'm going to call them Dementors because they didn't really give any other name. Probably for copyright reasons because those were Dementors. They, uh, spiritual security. Well, no, that's yeah, spiritual. Extra uh, dimensional security. They're exactly. These, they're, they look like Dementors. They're in cloaked figures that feed on your fear and then will make you see your worst fears and then make you go insane and die. So they're Dementors. Um, uh, so, what did you think of the Groot angle, the little Groot subplot going through the whole thing of how Groot can't grow? That's very different. I, I will, Of course, I haven't seen or read any comics before, which, yeah. meh, that's my problem. Because you're my straight man. Yes. But I will say, it, it's quite interesting, just like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy is doing thing, but Groot can't do anything. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then I did find, I liked, but I thought it was a little odd where um, Groot, like, it seemed to be odd tonally where Groot, like, went savage kind of like those yeah and scratch rocket yeah yeah i think uh i think what they're trying to do is like there's this horde of groups that are being grown and they're all savage yeah. and they're deadly and at that moment when the what's this the, the space guard whatever the gentleman that was going yeah or the person that was going or i don't know what it was uh that was going to the place of all the groups that got viciously murdered um, I think at that same time is when Groot went savage because it's like yeah. it's a parallel thing, and Groot's starting yeah. to suffer consequences for the amount of Groot yeah. babies that are there. I it kind of makes me want to read whatever the Guardians were doing before this because I don't know, <coughs> and I want to see how Groot died and exploded and turned into tiny little baby Groots and then they made baby Groots. See, if it's just kind of a retcon that the dude grabbed the stuff or it actually would make plausible sense that he grabbed it. Because I haven't read The Guardians up to this. Yeah, we just read this because this is a short series and we can do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, leave in the comment section below what we should read after There's this. There's no comment section. Only on YouTube is there a comment section if you did not know that. Whatever we're gonna put on YouTube. <laughs> I don't uh, know. So uh, email. Never mind. Uh, if you have any questions, email us at uh, 
waiting for the trade at gmail.com or you can leave comments in the YouTube comment section below. If uh, that is a thing. Anyways. Uh, yes. We would like to see you all later. Have a good, wonderful day and uh, uh, adios. Adios, I guess. Oh wait, we forgot accolades. We almost forgot accolades, which you don't have any, but I do. Uh, accolades. Uh, shouldn't we wait to do those whenever we're like, say, much a, lar- a much larger group? No. Okay. <laughs> the. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. The accolades are greatest hero, greatest moment, uh, best line, best issue. And totally not the Crusher Creel Award for Silly Villainy, which is a reference to the podcast Chris's on Infinite Earths, and I totally stole the accolades idea from them. So shout them out, listen to them, they're great. Uh, um, the great my greatest hero from this series was um, it's a bit of a cop out, but I'm giving it to Star Lord because. Um, you really get in his head in issue 5, which you still haven't read, and I'm going to continue to remind you of that because you need to read it, uh, and shows that he cares about other people. Like when the <coughs> uh, Novacor asking him for help, he's like, I want to, but I can't right now because I'm working with the Guardians here and also getting my uh, <laughs> music done and stuff. Uh, and that he does but he cares a lot about the other guardians even though they constantly claim throughout the book which i found was really a little irritating that they're constantly like this is our last job we're gonna be done after this like every single fast and the furious movie (laughs) and then on to my greatest moment i've gotta give it to that galactus twist thing where it seems like oh they're gonna fight galactus that seems pretty good but this seems a little generic Oh wait, they are Galactus. They just pop out of the mech, and that that's great. And I did not see that coming, to be honest. Um, yeah, I didn't think, as a little side tangent, I didn't think that issue three needed to be an entire issue. It could have just been kind of relegated to the side because that was that seemed like a lot of wasted time for a subplot I didn't care that much about but what did you think of that? Uh, I will say it was a bit random just like and here's an entire issue about Gamora and her issue with and she like randomly in the middle of the storyline switched to I'm in a dream now? Why? (laughs) And I'm connected to there's old blind me in the soul stone okay um, but, sure. uh, and then the best line is, some are rumored to be manned by fifth dimensional imps, imps from Rocket Raccoon in issue two. I just thought that was great and ridiculous when they were, uh, co- when this is the context of that line was they were, uh, right is... They were um, uh, trying, they were making their plan, they were doing the plan montage, uh, trying to break into the collector's collection, 
and they were going over all the security there, and they were talking about the turrets, like, we can just use a logic bomb to get rid of the, uh, like, AI turrets, and they're like, no, some are manned by people, some are AI, and some are manned by fifth-dimensional imps, and I thought that was a great little line there, and I loved Peter Quill's reaction to it, that was great. Um, my favorite issue was issue five, uh, the Star-Lord filler issue was, it was a fun one and done that really showed, got you into the head of, um, uh, Star-Lord, but I thought issue one was a close second, just because it was so much fun with the Galactus thing. Uh, and as for my Crusher Creel Award for Silly Villainy, I'd say... The Guardians aren't villains in this, but thievery is a crime. So, and going in with a giant Galactus was very silly. That was a great moment. Do you have any... I realize you didn't write down accolades, but do you have any thoughts right now of Greatest no, Hero? We're, we're crunching time. I think we should just wrap it up. Well, uh... That's what I mean. Okay, then. Uh, well, this has been Waiting for the Trade. I'm... You can find us at waiting for the trade show at gmail.com uh we are currently trying to start up a little discord community but that'll be a little while hope to see you next time i'm carter i'm sam and see you next time adios Woo.